0: city horror what up? Back. it's cracking dude what's up man well, oh you back, know everyone sitting here drinking chilling
1: yes sir wondering well, what i'm and doing we're on a new day too right kind of sort of what do you mean we've we been have we been on today is thursday night
0: yes we are recording on a new night, which is um, irrelevant to our listeners because they get episodes every Monday. So yeah, know. no, no, no. It,
1: yeah, it is irrelevant. But I just thought I'd bring it up. You know, just kind of. Uh, I don't know.
0: It's, it's no, something yeah, new no. You're right. You're right. Sorry, my bad. Sorry. No, me, yeah, I, I,
1: yeah. I don't really know what I was thinking, but like putting that in there without any kind of context, like somebody was just going to pick up on it. You know, like, oh, like, yeah. Like, oh, okay. yeah. Wow. A whole new day.
0: Good for them. Yeah. Uh,
1: that's cool because they get it same day, every day, <laughs> or every week.
0: The silver lining in that whole thing is that now you have Thursdays and Fridays off, right? So theoretically, we could like hook up on a Friday and do stuff live together. Um, when I get out of work or whatever. So it opens up the door to like some better possibilities. So yeah, I'll give you, I'll give it to you. All right, Matt. What are we doing with our lives? What? Of
1: course we're making, we're making a podcast (laughs) there, Paul. That's what we're doing. And we're doing that today. We're doing uh, something. Um, out of the norm. Oh well, actually it's in the norm. It's very much in the norm, but it's something uh unique. I wanted to press this a little bit. I was I was talking to to Paul here about you know uh like like horror horror branches off into all kinds of genres and uh in fact uh Paul I was just uh listening to the one that the interview you, you you did with Jake. And oh, realized, yeah. yeah yeah but uh um and it kind of and when you guys were talking about like you know like monster movies um you know slasher movies versus, versus slasher movies you know it 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 makes me um kind of look into it and think like there's there's like a genre for everyone as far as like the horror community goes and uh i wanted to say a lot of a lot of what we get today has stemmed from a very, like, unpracticed art nowadays. Um, And what I mean by that is, like, I mean, you had some of the campiest creature features, alien features, stuff like that that just, uh, like, they really tried hard with the special effects and stuff.
0: But it, it, Are you talking about this movie in particular, or are you just talking no, about in general? Just, just the,
1: the, the in general. Okay. Like, you know, it takes me back to like you know Plan Nine Nine from Outer Space type shit. Got uh, that shit on DVD. Um, you know like stuff like that, and it just uh, stuff like that kind of uh, puts a stamp on 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 the uh, actual overall um, horror aspect. I think I think without those like early monster movies and stuff like that, we we wouldn't. I mean, maybe horror could have expanded, but I I just think without it, 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 there it just I I really wish I can explain this better. For example, my nieces and nephews, you know, they're they're reminded on an everyday basis, not not by me, but by other household members. Of what like you know The 80s and the 90s had packing Back in the day and stuff like that And they still like that kind of music and stuff Now I I, I hardly ever hear Them kind of go like oh this is dumb However <clears throat> I have seen that with movies That's a different story Different generation They grow up into like you know like CGI And all the things that we're capable Of doing nowadays and they go back And see the old art and they're like Yeah do it. dude let's be honest i mean shit this is this has happened to me too as a matter of fact uh and i will tell everyone this right now i just recently i've i've known about it i've seen bits of it i've never actually watched an entire sit through i watched the running man the other day and i was like i can't believe this is a movie i never really watched thoroughly all the way through and when I watched with it with arnold
0: schwarzenegger I don't well, even think there's a I I don't think. Yeah, no, sorry, I was thinking Total Recall, but yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, which it's funny that you even bring up that point because actually there's a point on top of that, but uh, also uh, or just just the the way I was perceiving it, I was like, wow, this movie doesn't. If I may say, I've only seen it once, and I'm already gonna say it does not hold up. Right, it's. Arnold Schwarzenegger is great. Everyone loves him. It's just another one of his action movies. Okay, it's cool. You know, the idea is really awesome. And you got Jesse the Body Ventura in there. Kind of a throwback to, like, you know, the Predator crew and stuff like that. You know, like, it's kind of cool, you know, like, to revisit that, you know, two of the world's strongest men in, in a movie. But then, I don't know. It just didn't deliver so well. Didn't. I don't, I don't know if it ever had the potential or not. But Dude, I saw that movies... movie in the
0: theaters and because I was a kid when I saw it, my dad took me and Tony to see it when we lived in LA. And that movie blew my mind. And for that reason, it made such an impression in my brain that I'll always love it. See, I want to. I, I want to be able to like
1: movies the way I, I always have and stuff. And there are those that to me, really hold up. I, but there are those that I revisit, I go back and look at, and I'm like, what did I ever like about it? Uh, here's an example of a movie that actually held up. And I'm gonna tell you this right now. It held up one hundred percent. I I'm so glad it did. Escape from New York.
0: Great movie. Well, I mean still it's holds Kurt up. Russell. You can't go wrong with Kurt Russell. Name one bad Kurt Russell movie. Escape from LA. <laughs> <laughs> Name two bad Kurt Russell movies. <laughs> I think it's as far as I can
1: get. You know, overboard's kind of like all right. No, nah, fuck that. Overboard. Overboard's classic, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I love especially, that movie. Especially, <laughs> especially they didn't do the modern uh, what was it? The uh, uh, opposite genre or gender swap kind of yeah, thing yeah, that
0: yeah. they did. Um, yeah, yeah. Dude, you're uh, absolutely and I right. I just There's, watched there... uh, Big Trouble in Little China not too long ago.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, the holds game, up. Yeah well of course it does you're right as well i mean come on you got two of the greatest icons you got you you got kurt russell but then you have john carpenter behind it like come on of course i don't think anything john carpenter ever does has done has never held up some can argue you know there are those ones that people didn't like i think vampires was one of them and what was the other one I, I think that's just some people because I think Vampires was all right, the one with James Woods and stuff. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, uh, that one with the, the other the John's
0: Carpenter. <laughs> well, no,
1: no, no I'm, I'm trying to think. That wasn't like as big as his norm, but it was still a John Carpenter film. It was on Mars. It had a bunch of like ghost people on it. Ghosts of Mars. I think it was called Ghosts of Mars. Even mm. that one wasn't as great as most of his other things but it still holds up too okay yeah so uh, this stuff happens sometimes mm-hmm. i i guess i was going off on it I'm that's what it was Go what that, Mars, yeah. but um and uh oh and might i add the other thing i wanted to add on about the running man statement the second layer thing is i actually thought it had a lot of p- potential uh it didn't date uh, very well true but i do think that if they ever decided to remake that one more modern with uh better special effects and uh maybe a deeper um budget i think they can make a make a really good movie out of it it's just my theory anyways just, <clears throat> getting off topic here okay
0: but before we move on just to just okay, to, just to poke at you real quick what's that John Carpenter, Kurt Russell, both responsible for Escape from LA. Just saying, I'm not.
1: I'm not <laughs> saying that he's not capable of doing a shit movie, but I'm. I'm sorry, Kurt Russell on a surfboard with uh with uh, Uzis in his hands. It's a little much. A little <laughs> much. I well, because like what the you're taking away all the cool that was part of escape from New York, uh, escape from New York, escape Escape from New York was already like, um, way, way too out there. But at the same time, they didn't also, you know, go with the campy kind of trope either. So I really, I really, the the only thing, the only thing I'm ever going to bash on about, um, Escape from New York, by the way. I mean, uh, hey, dude, you got great people in that movie. Uh, fucking, what's his name? the The other guy, uh, other than Kurt Russell, um, fucking, what's his name? He's on Night of the Creeps. I always forget his fucking name. Darcy, the male girl, loves him. Uh, the guy with the mustache. He was on Halloween Three. Damn it, I forgot his fucking name. Uh Tom, Tom, Tom. His name is Tom jesus christ tom you know, atkins you know, tom atkins I was, I was gonna say all the horror fans right now they're like dude come on you're fucking this <laughs> up already all right so you got kurt russell tom atkins in the same movie all right now the only thing the only bone i had to pick with with, with escape from new york was this he had that pod he glided in on right uh discreetly Landed on that building. His mission was to save the president. And get you know, everybody else out of harm's way. How the fuck was he planning on doing that? He told them. he's thought, well, I have an escape. I have a pod. That's going to get us out of here. But we all saw that that pod was barely big enough for him to fit in. How the fuck was he going to fit like five people in <laughs> But he's Kurt Russell, He'd probably do anything. So fuck it, right? <laughs> so uh, all right, moving on to that. And and yes, okay. Like I get your point. Uh, I will never bash a John Carpenter film for sure, but I it just wasn't my favorite. It wasn't one of in, in my favorites. For, you know. I gotcha.
0: I gotcha. Um. Okay. As you mentioned, moving on. Yeah. Did we ever decide uh, yeah, the title of like what we're doing here today?
1: That's uh well it, essentially what we're doing is a, is a tribute i, I just um, the i don't know freak monster theater
0: mutant city horror presents freak monster theater theater. I sounds, like it. Sounds good. Rolled right? right off the tongue.
1: I wanted to dedicate uh, a special events for movies like these, well, movies that 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 either serve their purpose back in history or are a direct homage to those. And I want I, I want to definitely celebrate these kind of movies, the giant monster movies, the, the mayhem, the destruction. All right, the. the 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 war against humanity and stuff i you know and that's where i was going with this i i believe it's a lost horror art form and i i believe it needs to be celebrated on something like this and by god is this one on the scale that we really tackle (laughs) because
0: jesus christ i feel like i feel so i feel like we're hitting polar opposites here right so like that's the goal you had in mind and I feel like on a very high level, we're achieving that. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> For sure. the the motto of the show, like the premise of our show is like, you know, we want to like bring to light the low budget stuff. The little guy, um, you know, the stuff that isn't mainstream. And we hit the very, I feel like we scraped the bottom of the barrel with this one. This one, I, I wouldn't call I would it agree. low budget. I would call it no budget.
1: Well, I I agree one hundred percent, but you can't tell me we're not bound to run to, run into these looking for these shows or looking for for material for these it, shows anyway. Yeah,
0: right? no, don't get me wrong, I fucking love it. Um, like I told you before we mm. came on, like it was so good. Like the the first twenty minutes or so, um, in that scene where they go to see the um. The Reptile Professor, Wait, wait. wait, which wait. we'll get there, was there was a part of me that title. was like, I'm going to stop watching this movie because I think it would be better if we watched it during the show so that my reactions can be more organic because it is fantastic. It is, it is horribly fantastic or... A beautiful disaster, or whatever you want to call it, whatever a mix mash of uh, I like that, crap yeah, that, that. And, and awesomeness that you can put together. That's what this movie is. <laughs> that
1: That is a very good way of describing that, and uh, yeah, you couldn't have done that better. Um, so okay, well, uh, yeah. intro is in then. Well, uh, okay, so so again, tonight the monsters are running amok. The streets are running rapid in chaos and we run for that theater. And the marquee now reads, "Utena, the Horned Monstrosity.
2: A shaman casts a magic spell. A monster is created.
3: After rampaging across the
2: land, it is trapped in some long forgotten cave. eons of time pass, and he was soon forgotten. Then the soldier man came. They took the land and put the people on reservations. In their greed they lusted for riches, destroyed Mother Earth, and filled the air with poisonous gases. They fouled the water. In a blind desire for power, they captured the sun, put it on the earth, and they burned everything. They released Utena. He has returned with a vengeance. Is there anything that can stop him?
0: Bad. I wasn't sure if you were going to pronounce it correctly because I didn't know how to pronounce it. And then they played it and the, they talk about it in the movie, and I'm like, Uk, They keep saying Uktana T A N A is the way that I'm hearing it pronounced, mm-hmm. but it's spelled U K T E N A. U Uktana is the way that I whatever. It's Uktana because that's how they said it in the movie. Okay.
1: I yeah. I was just kind of reading it as it was. Yeah, you got it. You I got I, it. I did I did uh um all right. So um I guess uh, uh just for context purposes um uh, the the creature Yuktena uh I, I I believe is some kind of uh lore na- native american lore monster.
0: So the um, mo- yeah, so okay, so the movie starts with an introduction of oh, like should, Native American uh, fol- folklore, yeah, and it tells this long ass fucking story about like a serpent, reptile figure that takes the shape of a dragon, if I recall correctly. Can I, can I read the the? Oh, a hundred percent. Go. Let for me it. let me read this real fast. Just
1: to give you guys a little bit of insight, an ancient Cherokee monster that awakens because of the world's wait modern world's greed, it escapes its tomb and attacks, destroying everything in its path. But yeah, you're right. There was uh there was that little tidbit. Go back to that. I'm sorry. No,
0: no, you're good. So so the movie opens with like this beautiful drone shot of like mountain multiple oh my god i was like because you sent me the trailer for it and i remember watching the trailer and i was like dude it looks like a nine-year-old made this movie and then i watched the intro scene and it's these beautiful aerial shots of like um, mountainside and forestry and i'm like oh maybe i just wasn't paying attention enough or maybe i didn't give it enough credit and then it starts getting into it transitions from there to like native american folklore and then starts showing um, scenes of like snakes and lizards and reptiles. And then I start noticing this intro is nothing but like stock B-roll. Like I can go on like a handful of like websites today and just download stock images and stock video of this type of shit and I can just mash it all together. And there's the intro <laughs> to this movie.
3: Yes, you're right.
1: My friend that that's exactly what half of this movie did. No, <laughs> right? it's more like 80% of
0: this movie. It's <laughs> no, 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 just no. B roll stock half it, footage.
3: Half,
1: half of it was you're you no, know, you're right. It, it was a high percentage, but I won't, I'm going to say about half because the other half was green screen, Right. A whole lot of green screen. I don't know if you noticed that or not. I saw it oh, a 100%, thousand miles away. Okay, Especially
0: when like the blue when, singer when got... was ironing her clothes. And then okay. like, the scientists... No, no,
1: no. But what about the times where they just... Yeah, the scientist like, in his lab and shit yeah. you tell it was all green screen. But w- why? In God's name, there was a part in there where it showed this one... I, I forgot exactly who was talking. Somebody was standing in front of the camera. They're standing in front of a doorway and the doorway is green screen behind her. Tell me you couldn't just find yourself a doorway. Do you really have to green screen that? It was, it when, was it when was it when they
0: was it when they went to go see Professor Gecko? I think it was. I think it was okay. Professor right, Gecko's all right, all right. office. ahead. <laughs> <in my> <laughs> okay, okay. So the the movie intros you quickly realize this is all like stock footage, B-roll, like, you know, at first you're like, oh, this is going to be nice. And then you're like, ugh. And it starts to tell the story of like the monster, right? So, you know, it had something to do with Native Americans and then like the white man coming and like taking over the land and then like poisoning the land. And then like this monster was asleep, but then like the white man brings the sun to the earth in the form of like an atom bomb, which is just like, again, stock footage of like a mushroom cloud. And it's like the white man didn't have atom bombs when this was all happening, but that's the thing that awoke the serpents that I guess laid dormant from then until now. I was very confused in the first like four minutes of this movie, but well, eventually, like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't
1: mean to cut you. off. No, that.
0: you're good. But eventually it just gets to the point where like, okay, we're in modern day. And then it cuts to less f- stock footage, more some guy with a handy cam. It cuts to the door of a science lab where the sign says, warning, science and progress.
1: <laughs> I want to talk about that a little bit because, uh, you know, This this. This whole movie did that, right? Like everything had a very generic name. Did you notice that? Dude, the the university just said university. Yeah,
0: oh yeah. Yeah, it- I didn't know if you wanted to go I mean, yeah, yes. Well, yeah, well, I mean, that was just one
1: step of, like, the rest of the the film, ladies and gentlemen, this whole movie did that kind of shit, it was, but yeah, science in progress, what kind
0: of fucking sign is that? And this motherfucker had the most thickest glasses I've ever seen anybody ever have.
1: That was definitely part of the character, but let's talk about that green screen, please, let's talk about that green screen, because... I sat there, I was looking at it for the longest time and I, I guess I didn't really take it as green screen at first. I I thought he was actually sitting at a real desk, but I thought the uh, I thought that the computer screens, the little seismograph things that were going off on the monitors, I thought those were copy and pasted into those, you know, into those monitors.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, all of it was just I don't even know where you get this stuff, man I <laughs> like how do you, I went like so you know in doing a lot of the edits and stuff for the stuff that we used to do on our YouTube channel, there are websites yeah. where you can go and get like stock footage like high quality four k dude, this movie came out in two thousand twenty one so it's not like that old where like resources were limited, you know what I mean, and maybe their budget was, but like you could find some quality b-roll stuff but or stock stuff but yeah just just it's just <laughs> not good yeah. in all the right ways <laughs> <laughs> oh and then uh, okay
1: so you have that scientist guy right uh and what's he doing paul do you remember no he just Chilling. He's he's reading seismographs. He's reading seism seismic energy or whatever, like like earthquakes stuff like that. And he's getting this blip, or he's getting like these uh scratchy, like crazy scratchy marks. You know that uh, saying uh, there's a lot of um seismic activity going on. So he calls up uh these two fellows, these two regular guys. Now, mind you, I'm going to tell you right now right off the bat majority of the cast in this movie well all of them i could tell you are not any kind of actors that i would know of i i I don't think that they're actors i think it's just family and friends technically i think even it says that in the credits but um if you notice like like 80 percent 90 percent of of the people
0: on this movie are older than 40. Dude, thank you because I was so wondering <laughs> if you had picked up on that. Oh yeah, they are senior citizens. I wouldn't say older than forty. I would say senior citizens. Now there is a it, point. There is a point like in the movie. Some fast times and maybe got aged a little, little quicker than the norm. Professor Gecko is not. She's she's like under forty. And then they started no, sprinkling I, I... in some some younger folk. But like one of the notes I had up on the very start was like, "This is is this like." I got the vibes like 20 to 30 minutes in that this was like uh something a a group home like a senior citizens home did just cuz they were bored and they had nothing better to do. So they're like, "Fuck it, let's just make a movie." And the whole cast was all senior citizens. That's what I thought was happening.
1: All right. Actually, I I want to I want to touch on that as well because I thought something as well, not that though. That's not what I was thinking. But I could see why you got that. That definitely kind of falls into place. What I had assumed at some point, maybe a little bit further into the film, I was like thinking about it. I was like, well, obviously this wasn't like a well thought out like studio plan. This wasn't, this must be somebody's side project. Uh, whether or not they see it as their baby, that's another thing. But I was like, okay, there's a lot of talk about blues and there's a lot of older people here i'm like i'm gonna take a crack and guess that whoever made this movie which it says in the credits it's a it's a david slash dan film i thought that was like a david dan like I mean, let's be honest. There's nothing but white people on this movie, practically. I don't know and, who
0: and the I... David is because Dan. So the director, the director of the movie is Dan Trainer, T R E N R. Wait, hold on. No, no, I'm okay. gonna get into that. Um, so I'm
1: thinking it's it's the same name, like a Ricky Bobby situation, right? <laughs> oh like it's all white people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so it, as it, so so my thought is, you know, the older people um the atmosphere the talk um i'm going to take a, take a guess and this is like some local band that plays at some um you know some hole in the wall bars you know maybe around the country or the something rusty like bucket? that yeah let's let's say that cuz they they mentioned that too right in well the that's there, the name of the bar like,
0: that they go to but anyways keep going yeah
1: yeah and may, it may actually be that who knows But that was my thought. I was like, okay, this is a bunch of old guys and because they brought blues a couple times, they probably do blues who put together some movie. I'm going to guess that they're older fellows, so they're probably into the whole earthy kind of phase and stuff like that, you know, like new wave kind of shit. And it wouldn't surprise me that they would do a movie about a giant Native American spirit coming to wage war on the white man
3: okay <laughs> um
1: okay and now getting into what you were saying uh as i watched the credits at the end obviously i think you got the same kick out of it that i probably did the only non-familiar not non-repeating names on on that was the actual uh characters the actors and shit but when it got to production right it was like the same three names repeated over and over and over again <laughs> so you're like yeah this is a very small production oh also what what, what made me think about after I thought about this after I thought about them being a band like a blues band or something like that that made this movie Um, there was that scene where that guy had all those guitars
0: see I was like oh there's their equipment right there right are you talking I'm about like, the guy who called into the sheriff to report two missing people Mm. Chowderheads, no, the
1: guy that's sitting there watching the TV. Remember, he's like (laughs) monologuing over the TV, like (laughs) that's so funny. Thanks, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I saw I saw the musical instruments. I was like, okay, yeah. See, there's their supply. So I I looked into it after the movie. I just. I was like, I'm nearly a hundred percent sure that that's exactly what this is, and it goes. I go to find out. Yeah, it's
0: oh,
3: there's a
1: yeah. blues band. Yeah, you're talking
0: about when he's loading the car up. Yeah, I gotcha.
1: Yeah, and and these guys uh, that made this movie apparently are in some some band, a blues band, and stuff, and uh, that's actually what they're credited for. So, I I totally nailed it. I was like, all right, I I took, nailed I took, it. It was a good feeling pat on the back but like yeah i waited till after the movie i looked it up and uh, it had something to do with that so there you go uh these weren't these weren't very uh well they weren't filmmakers in the first place Uh they had a good idea they just kind of put it out there i don't know if they meant for it to be serious or not because we all know the
0: outcome of this i don't think they meant for it well
1: fuck I, I mean
0: it's on voodoo you know what i mean people can stream it Mm-hmm. so there you go and uh
1: yeah it's it's there by the way yeah you guys can check it out on, it's, a, it's on voodoo for free um spelled u-k-t-e-n-a if you are interested um yeah so back to where we we're going that the scientists right he, he gives the seismic activity he calls up these guys uh one of the dudes like older than dirt he looks like you know like the fun uncle that probably drives with like the hell's angels and shit like that retired kind of guy. now he works at a fucking construction company. So it's kind of like that vibe. These two guys are, they, they get their call, this call from um, this scientist and he says, Hey, I need you to check out uh so-and-so area. Dr. Nick uh. Collins, right? Yeah, well, I, I was just going to call him doctor and the Sheriff, sheriff. Okay, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Well, may, I don't know because it the it sheriff's- goes with its generic theme, right? The I sheriff's mean,
0: name. <laughs> no, not at all. Maybe with the doctor, but the, the sheriff's name is fucking fantastic. Oh, no, we'll, we'll introduce their character names. Yeah, okay. for sure. All all right. so, so Doc Collins is the person you're talking about. Calls the two old guys and he tells them what?
1: i think it's one old guy i think the other guy's like younger but it's not irrelevant anyway they're both old i promise you <laughs> yeah maybe maybe uh yeah he tells him nah, there, there's some seismic activity unusual seismic activity i want you to go check it out over here in this uh one area it's-
4: To Dr. Collins, hey, I'd like you and Otis to take a ride up to the old nuclear bomb site and see if there's anything unusual going on up there. Okay, Doc. Right away. Report back to me when you're done.
1: Okay, Otis, come on. We got to go. Great. So it cuts to the area he has not to go to. Which has a sign. That this was one of my notes about it. I I had to put this down because I was just like, okay. What the actual fuck? <clears throat> the sign uh says nuclear bomb test site.
0: It was just like staple to a tree.
1: Well, it, no, it was it was on a chain link fence. Oh, was it? Yeah, but the the thing I was thinking about, I was like, all right, if it was a nuclear bomb test site, I test site I I I don't think it would just say that right like oh yeah by the way no FYI don't cross this line this is a nuclear bomb test site <laughs> like you would you would you either think it like raises flags or is gonna cause a little little bit of controversy. I feel like it just say like don't cross here you get shot. Right. <laughs> Rather than just like oh a nuclear bomb test site. Well they cross this area they go through the gate you know it shows you the the big yellow sign that says that um and they see this massive massive fucking uh cave on the side of the the rock uh rock the, rock, the rocky slopes or whatever and uh, uh they just go like oh oh i think something's in there i told you doc had us up here on some wild goose chase Hey,
4: look up yonder. It's a cave. I saw something move in there.
2: You're you're right, Otis. Hey, I'm going in.
0: Yeah, they swore they saw something and then like it cuts to like them being smashed in blood, just kind of going everywhere.
1: Yeah. A little spritz of blood. Just, yeah. You know?
0: Well then, and then doc Collins ends up calling the sheriff because the two guys haven't returned. Right. And the wives are like the, the, the doc calls the sheriff. And he's like, yeah, my guys haven't come back. Um, you know, the, their wives have called me and said they haven't come home and he's like, I'm worried. And the fucking sheriff, Who's na- do you remember the sheriff's name? It's like the best I name don't. in this whole movie.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny, funny that you even say that because I do believe that he also had one of the better lines in this movie. But anyways, go on. The sheriff's name is...
4: Rocky Flats City Sheriff's Office. Poncho Bravo speaking.
0: Sheriff Poncho Bravo. Oh, man. <laughs> I did not pick that up. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck them. They're probably just out, you know, tying one on, getting drunk. That's what they do. And Doc Collins is like, nah, they do that. But like, they're not gone for days, which like <laughs> he specifically said days, but then he just said that they were gone for the one night. So I was like, okay, it's just bad writing or whatever, which happens throughout this whole fucking movie. Sheriff
4: Bravo, this is Doc Collins over at the Geographical Agency. Yeah, I wanted to report that a couple of my men are missing sent them up to the old bomb site the other day to have a look around and they appear to have disappeared they appear to have disappeared i don't know what that even means what are you talking about this sounds like some harry houdini david copperfield kind of stuff can't contact them on the radio and their wives reported that they didn't come home last night well maybe they're just out on a drunk Heck, it's been known to happen to the best of us. I know them boys. It happens to me once in a while. Otis will have a beer or two now and then, but it's not like them not to report in. We've had some abnormal seismic readings in the area, and I'm a little worried about them. Well, all right, all right. I'll drive up there, and I'll have a look around and check it out. I'll let you know if I find anything.
1: I don't even think it's written. I feel like they were just like hey just have some kind of conversation and let's, let's roll with it we'll just we'll fix it in posts we'll make it up
0: as we go. <laughs> we'll, we'll do dub overs and shit <laughs> oh, shit
3: so, oh
0: so okay so the sheriff's like yeah you know i'll look into it or whatever um and then there's like two hunters that are also kind of in the same area they're and I the, like those guys The, the totally. Hunters drinking the shine Oh my god that was such yeah, a good scene the
1: Totally mismatching army fatigues and stuff That I, were wait, brand, I mean, new. Yeah,
3: brand new Brand yeah, new army I, fatigues Yeah
2: brand
1: new And here's the thing Costume choices in this movie Obviously I know you didn't have a budget
3: But I felt
1: like you could have done better a little bit now you look at the sheriff's uniform same thing and what you you can expect from a b-horror film anyways but he's got the badge right the the badge looks like something that you can get in a fucking like like a 50 cent machine and shit it says sheriff on it and stuff right it's like that fake plastic gold (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah with a white button up shirt and stuff the dude's like pushing 60 and stuff like that and i'm i'm thinking first of all he's answering the phones right like you don't have somebody in your office that does that for you and shit that's that's one thing i didn't get true um and and secondly if you are the city's last line of defense dude you're at an age where you're totally supposed to be retired right now there's no way in hell I think you're going to save my ass from anything except <laughs> getting a heart attack while doing it or something. I don't know. But I was like, okay, cool. Roll with it. Um, okay. And the same same thing with the uh, other thing that you were saying or the fatigues. No, go on. So, so
0: in between the two guys that were tasked to go out there by Doc Collins dying and mm-hmm. us meeting the Moonshine brothers, there's this scene where like there's a Native American playing playing a flute in a in a river, and then he he sees the monster and like this is,
1: yeah this is where Uktena had had
0: emerged yeah so Uktena had come out of the uh, the cave and the the Native American saw it and was like oh my gosh and what's happening and then we cut to the um we cut to the Moonshine Brothers who are just the perfect level of redneck that you would expect in a movie like this. <laughs>
2: We've been out here a whole week since black powder season started. I know, I ain't seen nothing. No elk, no deer, hell, I ain't even seen a damn chipmunk. Hey, pass me that jug, I want to take a tub. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's good shot. You take it easy on this. That's all the shine we got left.
0: For now, we're only seeing like little increments of the monster, right? We're seeing some claws. We're seeing maybe like an eyeball. Like they're not really showing us a lot. But just like the uh, seismograph uh, people, uh, Uk'Tana, ends up killing the um ends up killing the moonshine brothers there was a part too, where they were looking through the binoculars and it was like a perfect binocular shape and i was like that is just like some like filter that you can put on in like your editing software it was so good i just it, it i don't know it was so bad it was good
1: yeah that's what this this movie's chopped filled with that kind of shit
3: right yeah
0: like- so bad it's good type shit so so um, they get killed right so they get dragged right. away or whatever and this is where we cut to the sheriff and the sheriff oh,
1: is wait wait don't 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 forget when the guy told him to look through his binoculars he's like i can't see anything it's too dark he's like, i'll take off your
2: sunglasses he's like, <laughs> like oh
3: yeah it was bright as fuck
2: <laughs> you're crazy i don't see nothing well you got the spy glasses why don't you use them I can't see anything, it's dark. We'll take your glasses off, you idiot. Sorry, go on.
0: So this is where we learn the name yeah. of the city, which is Rocky Flats City, which is like, if you think about that, it's an oxymoron. Is it Rocky or I, is I it? I said flat? that when I was
1: I, I, I said that exact same thing when I was watching it. I was like, ah, clever. They they went with polar opposites. Yeah.
0: And then he's like talking to himself, talking shit about how traffic is getting worse than Denver. So I'm like, okay. Are you in Colorado somewhere? Like, where are you? But then the news channel he's watching is talking about the 405, which is in Los Angeles. So I'm like, I don't understand what's happening in this scene right now.
1: Well, remember, you know, when when making a film, you're kind of making it your own little world anyway. So it could take place in Colorado and the 405 could take it, could be in Colorado in this movie. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just I I think they're more like shout outs and anything. True that. But I I didn't I didn't realize that you you uh, put the two together with the whole Colorado thing, because when I got the 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 name Rocky Flats, that's exactly what I was
0: thinking.
3: Uh I was
1: like, is this another name for like Colorado? Because like that's yeah, that's what it felt like.
0: So this is the actual scene where we meet the sheriff for the first time.
4: Pancho Bravo speaking.
0: And then the scientist calls him and tells him, "Hey, nobody, you know, my guys haven't showed up or whatever." And then, um he cut we cut to him going to the the bomb test site which is like stock footage or b-roll of like a 70s show station wagon cop car like driving to the park which is like this scene is standard definition it's older like why would you splice that part into like don't even show it just just cut to the (laughs) sheriff being at the park dude like Save and you could find a more modern police vehicle, dude. And, yourself and a station yep wagon or... at that. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. So he shows up. He gets there. He's walking around. He sees the imprints of the foot from the monster, and he starts taking pictures. And then he wants something for scale, so he looks around and he finds one of the utility guys' helmets, the group that died first, the two guys, and he puts the helmet next to the the footprint to you know A bit scale. to scale it yeah and he takes some more pictures of that so he gets back he tells Dr Collins like hey you know i didn't find your guys but i found the helmet and i you know found this other shit and like um you know maybe we should like talk to somebody cuz i don't know what this footprint is and then that's when they get the idea Dr Collins is like hey we should go to the university and talk to professor to the professor there who specializes in uh Oh, what she specialized in not reptiles but uh hold on I wrote it down the lizard professor yeah it looked like a lizard footprint so they're like let's go talk to the lizard professor at the university
1: in the university that's all it was they now, didn't have a name
0: now the sheriff was like down with that when he's when the doctor said it because he was like Oh, yeah, hubba hubba or something like that. And I was like, I didn't get it at first.
4: It could have been like a big lizard? A lizard, you say? That's right, Doc. A lizard. But it was really big. I'll get in touch with Professor Gecko. That's Professor Veronica Gecko over at the university. She's the lizard expert. She should be able to shed some light on this mystery veronica gecko well hubba hubba
0: but then they show up to this office building and i'm telling you this was like my favorite scene of this whole movie this is the scene that made me want to like stop watching it and just do this shit live because they show up and they're talking to the receptionist which by the way as the sheriff is talking to Doc Collins and telling him all this, this is another scene where he's like in front of a green screen with the tram or the the sky train just kind of behind him and like the audio is off. It's trying to like make it sound like a city, but it's it's just it's just really bad. So they get to the university. And what's the name of this university, Matt? The university. The University, yeah, which I thought was just oh my God, so good
1: it it was a very a, a very elaborate sign <laughs> I'm sure somebody pieced it together somewhere, uh it looked like they actually put some work into it but it's actually university side. Is the university. So
0: there's this um, scene. It's like, I don't know, a couple seconds. It's yeah. So it just says the university, like it's on a lawn, but then the lawn's got like a bush and like a, like a placard or whatever. But then the background is like this, like weird dark blue greenish tint with lightning coming down. And it's like, what, what is happening in this scene? And then it cuts and fades into this, like this, stock photo of like a generic a-shaped building and you can tell that they photoshopped in the 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 sign that says on top it says the university and below it it says reptile center c-e-n-t-r-e which made me think man these canadians are like what the fuck which will come back around when we talk about the newscast because i was wondering a why it was spelled center like like british center and then um, with the newscasting Anyways And then right below it It had the website www.reptilecenter.com And it's just the most Cheesiest shit you've ever seen So that was a good start for me And they walk in The sheriff and Doc Collins And they're talking to the receptionist And they like They speak at the same time So they like Mirror what each other is saying Like We're here to see
4: We're here to see Professor Gecko Veronica Gecko, that is.
0: They did it on purpose, but, like, I don't know for what reason, because it, I don't know, it was dumb. So the old lady receptionist, she goes, knocks, she goes over to the door of the lizard professor's office, and we only know that it's her office because there's a fucking printout from, like, my laser printer here at home where it just says, um... Professor Veronica Gecko lizard expert and it's got a picture of a lizard on it. I'm like, dude, I could totally print one of those out myself.
1: And somebody did and then folded it up and slapped it onto a desk.
0: <laughs> so, that's so bad. We want so the receptionist walks in, right? Cuz the 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 professor calls her in and she calls her by first name. Her name is can I don't know if you caught this. Her name Candy. is Candy. candy right come on in candy you know you know hey candy what's up and professor gecko or whatever is the first young person we've seen in 22 minutes and and candy tells professor gecko there are two gentlemen here to see you not a scientist and a share and the sheriff But just that there are two men here to see you.
3: There's a couple of men here to see you, Professor Gecko.
0: Give me a minute, Candy. Then send them in. And what does she do? Oh, send them in. But the way that she did it, right? (laughs) She she was like, oh, send them in. And then she starts like (laughs) fixing her hair, which is stupid because she puts it in the same position it's in when we see her. She like didn't do anything. But it's to insinuate that like she wants to look good for the fellas.
1: Yeah, I remember I was like, What what's what's going on here? Why does she need you know, whatever? Went with it. They walk in, right? And she's Well hold on. Before
0: they walk in, okay. The receptionist comes in. back and was like, Okay, fellas, uh, she'll see you. Right. And the scientist was like, Candy Kane? Go fuck yourself, dude. Oh, I see. I didn't catch that part. Oh, I didn't come on. I, I
1: thought I thought her name was just Candy. I was like, All right, she used to be a No, her name was
0: Candy Kane. Um and then the professor is like he does that thing where he takes his glasses down, he's like, So what are you doing later? And I was like, Is this motherfucker really trying to hook up on the precipice of like this monster attack? But I guess he didn't know that either. So, like, whatever. And she was like, Or he was like, Are you busy later? And she was like, Maybe. I was like, Oh shit, she's a little whorish. All right, all right. So then I
1: mean she looked like she got around in her time.
0: They (laughs) were (laughs) sorry she looks like she would have been a like the sexy librarian on playboy from like 30 years ago that's what she (laughs) looks like so so they walk in and professor gecko is standing with like these red stilettos and they pan up from her feet up her legs and like you can she's got tattoos on her and they show her waist and right when they get to like the bottom of her boobs or whatever they cut it off And they go straight to her face and she's like, my eyes are up here, Sheriff. And the Sheriff's like, oh my God. Like I was just like totally distracted for a minute.
2: Sheriff,
0: my eyes are
4: up here. I'm so sorry. I got distracted there for a moment. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah like she wasn't already posing for him, like the she did that like she did that like back heel kick and shit you know like the fucking like like hands or hands on the desk and shit like that like, like you said she's like standing all in, in like a sexy pose or something but yeah she does yeah 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 so of her leg and shit like that <laughs> and then she's all like the nerve on this guy after she's looking spent at some my time kid. getting ready for the boys to come <laughs> uh, uh, in
0: like giving ready? us the impression that she's a whore bag and then he comes in and is like standing. You, know like, you, know you know what i thought when i saw that No, am not you know what i thought when i saw that that was good writing. <laughs> no, I'm
3: just kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that that's, was, okay, was, okay,
0: yeah. but then there is so much sexual innuendo, innuendo, in, innuendo, Inuendo. innuendo, in, innuendo. There you go. Like, in this innu- whole scene. Endo. Gotcha. So they hand her the pictures. or like, can you look at it? And she was like, oh, this looks like you know the footprint of like some reptile. Um, otherwise known as the horny toad and I was like okay you're doing it on purpose like that so then he shows her the picture with the helmet next to the footprint for scale and she was like oh that's the biggest one I've ever seen and I was like now you're doing that shit on purpose oh my god that's the biggest one I've ever seen yeah for sure <laughs> and the sheriff is like he's just like taken aback by it um and then she said she was like so you guys took these pictures at the bombsite right but like i i rewound it a couple times never once did they ever mention that so again good writing she tells him to go talk to you know some dude named jerome Greywolf. he's the head anthropologist at the university and then she tells him just kind of like this and I'll probably splice it in. Well, let me know if there's anything else I can help you with while she's like playing with her hair. My pleasure, sheriff. Let me know if there's anything else I can help you with. <clears throat> and then it Mind cuts you,
1: the sheriff is like, like 60 and it cuts
0: to both the doc and the sheriff outside of that building. And it's fucking pitch black dark night, which when they walked in 10 minutes ago, it was like bright middle of the day. And there, were, yeah, the there, doc, there was
1: definitely no recollection of time. <laughs> the
0: doc was <laughs> like, I'll probably hit up um this gray wolf guy tomorrow. Cause uh, I might be busy tonight. And he makes that like, I'm going to get fucked. Cause I'm going to take out the receptionist. And the sheriff is like, yeah, I got some stuff back to do at the at the the precinct myself. And I was like, dude, is he going to go back and like whack it to like Professor Gecko?" And then it just cuts to him watching football, drinking beer in the in the police. uh,
1: Very plausible scenario right there.
0: Yeah. In the police station.
1: At least it was it wasn't it wasn't the first one you thought of.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, very true. I was like, thank God. Thank God.
1: <laughs> you I like, oh, thank God. He loves his football. All right.
0: Thought so, that could have been bad. So this is where you get a call from, um, oh, what was the dude's name? Mickey Host- Hostetler He referred to himself as big Hoss over here at spider heaven, uh, spider Haven recording studio. Which I thought was funny because in the beginning um credits, there's a there's a credit for right. Spider Haven um productions or something. I was like, oh okay. That kind of correlates to what you were talking about, where like they it's musicians making a movie. Yeah. So he tells them about the two chowder heads that went missing, which are the uh, moonshine buddies, the moonshine brothers. And the sheriff's like fuck another missing person like this is getting to be a pain in my ass i don't want to deal with this shit uh you know what's gonna be next the whole city's gone fuck i'll deal with it later and then he just goes back to drinking beer and watching football which i thought was great good sheriff we need
1: more we need more men like that guy <laughs> <laughs> crimes would be
0: solved no problem <laughs> So from there, you know, um it's just a cutscene to the rusty bucket, which is the bar. Um I it was so funny, I made a note that like they were showing us the city, right? The nightlife before they end up in the in the bar. And all I could think to myself was like, this all looks like rejected footage from the entourage intro from HBO years ago where it's just like shots of the city and people getting in and out of their cars and people in clubs or whatever it's like yeah that's probably all the stuff that made the cutting room floor uh, did,
1: did you catch that one guy with the goatee that was dancing i, I think <laughs> no. he was dancing with a girl but like it looked like he was dancing by himself because she was so short that i didn't see her no but like there's like this like awkward look like to him like he's just like oh which way am i supposed to be looking uh, all right. Don't look at that camera. That I keep looking at you know. Kind of no. It was just like really off, or really off. Um. Oh, didn't the the sheriff get a call while he's watching the football game, or was that a different? Yeah, thing?
0: that's what I said. He got a call from that guy, Big Hoss. Oh,
1: that, that's he was right. Like, hey, these
0: chowderheads that went missing, and they did that purposeful like.
1: Uh, shotgun mike kind of fell into the camera thing a little bit like oh yeah he looked straight at it too and he's like what the fuck (laughs) i was like all right you know it it is still kind of funny but we've already seen that done like two other times You know, i think one was like Mm -hmm. naked gun and then the other one was uh fuck what was that movie with michael j white uh Uh, um
0: black dynamite black dynamite yeah (laughs) My mama said my daddy's name is Black Dynamite. Shut <laughs> sure, up, little girl. Lots of people got that name. <laughs> Highly recommend uh,
1: that If you haven't
0: watched Black Dynamite, that please do yourself classic. a
1: favor. That movie fucking off.
3: So
0: Anaconda cool. malt liquor.
3: That's so stupid.
0: <laughs> the only malt liquor approved by the U.S. <laughs> government. <laughs>
1: And you know what, you know, if you're a fan of horror, you, you know, Michael J. White. not that he's normally like a horror uh, actor, but I think that's kind of where his career started anyways, you know, with like things like toxic Avenger two, And I think he was in part three as well. Um, you know, stuff like that. Like he started off there. He did, uh, he did spawn. Um, I, I think there's a few others, but you know, he's, He's big into martial arts and stuff. He's just an exceptional guy. I will always love that guy no matter what. He fucking makes me laugh. He's like Terry Crews. To me, he's like Terry Crews. He's got that like goofy ass face and shit like that, but yeah. you
0: don't want to fuck with him cuz
1: he can turn you into a pretzel type. Oh shit. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But yeah. He was uh he was actually one of the villains, not the villain, but he was one of the 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 mob bosses in The Dark Knight.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah. He was Yeah. Uh, he was the guy that was paying people to go hunt down the clown. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's right. Clown Prince of Gotham.
0: So, okay. Uh, so from here, yeah. we just we see this the monster enter the city and he starts to like tear shit up. Right. And it's it's like this um King Kong scene where like he's peering into the window of some building and there's this woman How in you- there who's yeah, like he was peeping on her for a long time. He was watching her sing and like she couldn't tell that there was all kinds of anarchy happening because she had her earbuds in. She was singing to herself. There's a lot of scenes in this movie where the actors are dictating to us their actions. I'll give you an example. When okay. the sheriff was at the bomb site and he had to put the the helmet next to the footprint to take a picture for scale, he was like, "Oh," he says out loud. Well, hmm.
4: what do we have here? Well, I guess I ought to just set this over by that footprint so we get an idea how big it is. The
0: the blue singer, she does the same thing. She's ironing her clothes, or is about to, and she's holding a poster of herself advertised to be singing. She's like... just about showtime yeah time to get ready man yeah, normally wouldn't happen but whatever i guess maybe they thought they needed to provide context in that in that sense but this is where we start to see the first kind of full body shots of the monster who starts to tear up the city that's made of cardboard boxes and toy cars which i the, thought uh, man i wish you didn't so, say it so quick
1: ah uh, damn it.
0: i i, I I really wanted to touch on that because I was like, Jesus
1: Christ, how fucking cool and how fun was that to fucking put that little city together and shit like that. I mean, it's just like any one of these like giant monster movies. It's it's running rampaging through, it's destroying buildings. But still the the heart the heart of it is still there. And the creature itself, like it yeah. It, just like any one of those movies, it looks fake as shit. But the it's somebody in the, a the in a detail, costume.
0: That's exactly what it is.
1: Yeah, but the detail the detail on the mask is actually pretty cool. Like I, I, I mean, it, it looked very cliche. It didn't look like a scary monster, but it looked it looked like there was actually work put into it. And I'll, I'll give it that much. I'm not sure if it was made for that movie or if somebody just bought a really expensive costume and just or rented one and was like alright we'll
0: make that our monster but the yeah, costume choice. reminded me of Goldar from Power Rangers
3: I have wasted far too much time on the likes of
4: you now I shall finish you Green Ranger
0: what and for all? just less gold do
1: you yeah, know what I'm talking this whole about? I think it kind of has a that, that kind of vibe too Yeah, but uh yeah it did. it did. You're right. It looked exactly like Goldar, almost. Almost exactly like him.
0: So, I think it's a female. I think at one point they had mentioned that she was a female. She, I think somebody had said, like, oh, she's entering. She's awoken or something like that. So, she's tearing up the city. Or, it's tearing up the city. But, like, there's this part where, like, the train's coming through. And it's all this, like... It's a steam train. Dude, I can't, un- I can't overemphasize... How much of this movie is stock footage and B-roll? It's a guy in a conductor's outfit in front of a green screen of like the train. And then when they cut to like the side of the train or like it going through the city, it's just B-roll of the wheels turning. And then like this fake model town like honestly the 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 city itself with the cars the toy cars and the cardboard box buildings reminded me of the scale model that doc doc brown built in back to the future to show marty how the car needs to hit the fucking uh wire to get to 88 miles an hour and all that shit that's exactly what it reminded me of It, it was definitely
1: reminiscent of that uh, I I don't know. I, I'll go as far as it's just like any like Godzilla movie or Mothra movie or something like that. Nah, any I that feel like watch. this one's
0: worse.
1: Nah, man. Like, it, uh, like, like. Well, I mean, I'm sure some of the buildings are made of cardboard and stuff. But the ones that he broke apart? They were like they actually made it so it can break. Yeah, like perfectly. So uh, that there was that one. Uh, I should like you said I probably should say she cuz uh, they did identify her as as she so, so Tana, the she the horned monstrosity uh when she was peering in on that woman and stuff like that and then she she caved in a building and the lady was still on the rubble and shit
0: what what the fuck did she say <laughs> like i don't remember but she just woke up shit like all this like She's powder rubble, on her. Like,
1: Look it up, yeah. Yeah. And so the she pulled her little six shooter out on
0: the titty and everything, shooting at the monster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, oh yeah, that's right. She had a gun and she's shooting at it. Like, I'm sorry, but you're you're getting. Oh, by the way, can I can I rewind a little bit though? Those guys, the hunters. I I forgot to bring that out. I wrote it in my notes when we mentioned those hunters. I thought of the guns and
0: it made me think about were they using muskets. Uh they weren't necessarily muskets like they didn't have like the rounded barrel at the end but like they did have that like where you have to like put the 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 metal like the bullet ball in there in the in the and then you had to like I
1: that's what a musket was well, I though. guess like, so I think...
0: then yes they they were muskets
1: <laughs> I, yeah I was just like all right I had to If I had that's to ask your
0: definition that. of muskets then yes but it's the gun where you have to like put the the ball down the um what the fuck dude um well, the barrel and then you have to like put in the powder, and then like take the long, the uh, straw or whatever, and you gotta like mash it in there. And yeah, that's what they were using.
3: All right.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. I was just like, wow, that, that looks like a, one of those weapons from like uh, the the Civil Wars. Yeah, that's um, exactly what they were doing. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, the lady, the lady had a gun. She shot the monster. Like, like it was gonna do anything, and then yeah, it tore down her building. But then it tore up another building, and then it. It, it pulls part of the roof and the side of this like apartment off, right? And it does kind of like this close up. And you're all like, there's a reason it's doing this close up. But I just gotta find it, right? It's like somebody's room or something. But there's a couple posters on the wall, and one of those posters is Godzilla. And I was like, I thought that got was that. Funny. I was like, got it. I was like, all right, cool, <laughs> nice, nice throw throwback. So we get like, I don't know,
0: five minutes of the monster tearing up the city, and then it cuts to like somebody watching TV in their house, and they're watching Monster Fest TV and they're watching that's where
1: we get our guy that's watching the t- the he's watching the TV right yeah so
0: some some uh, alien invasion movie and it cuts to like a uh, live news interruption but by... let, me, let
1: me let me explain this to, to the audience just just for for context like look okay so we're looking at a TV screen right they, your typical like okay this is what households are watching right that's the impression we're getting but you got this dude in the background that's just saying random shit, and then just he's making me laugh because I'm like, all right, I he's first yeah he, he's watching that 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 alien invasion movie. Uh, cheap as all hell. Just like just like again a throwback to like those old like you know 1940s films and shit like that. When they
0: start showing the movie because they started showing the movie to us, like it wasn't even like bordered with the TV screen anymore. Now we're now us watching this movie. We're now watching that movie and there was an opening credit to that black and white movie and it was done by Dan slash Daniel or whatever or David or whatever it was. They put in the same credit to that movie that they did for this movie.
1: Yeah. And some some little UFOs just floating around. And then you got these jets firing missiles and one missile just completely disappears yeah. into the disc and then <laughs> knocks it down. It just falls down like there's a guy puppeteering like the, the, the strings and shit and it just kind of falls to the ground. They're like, oh, we did it. And then you know, yeah. pull back and stuff and it just starts floating back up again yeah. like, oh, they didn't do it. And the dude on then the it couch goes to like, like yeah, the emergency did news,
0: Good job. <laughs> right? <laughs> then, then it cuts to like the yeah, you hear the like, guys, but you're like, okay. It's like mystery the science fuck? theater three thousand <laughs> for the
3: news.
1: <laughs> and so uh, the the emergency news broadcast comes in. All right, this is another this is this was another reason why I had an idea that this was part of these guys were like some kind of band because first of all, the lady who's doing the the anchor woman. Um, Again, an older lit woman. I'm not saying that she's old and decrepit. She's just an older woman, you could tell. But she looks like the type of person to go into these bars and, like, you know, be a groupie for these kind of bands and stuff. And I was like, I, I bet you anything. I'm dead on about this. This is one of their groupies or something. This is like one of their wives that, like, was a groupie or I don't know. Just, you know, I, I didn't look into it. I didn't fact check it. So, so don't quote me on this. But I'm, I'm still guessing that's the case. She she, she looks like she know. She might know these guys. You know what I mean? So I was just like, "Oh, that's, that's, that's kind of cool, right?" You know. So she she's doing her part. I'm uh, not not to make fun of her in any way, but obviously, uh, the way she's dressed, the way she looks, is definitely not somebody that's presentable for like a news broadcast. But I guess they weren't really trying too hard, anyways, right? I mean, no
0: nope.
1: Her name was Misty
0: something. Misty Rose.
1: Misty Rose.
0: And then she cut WG. to the live correspondent whose name was Lucy Star. And I was like, hmm, Lucy in the sky with diamonds, Star, Lucy Star, whatever. Maybe I was reading too much into it.
1: Maybe, maybe not. Right. You know, the, I, I don't re- really know what their formula was on naming characters on here and stuff like that. But they, they, they did seem to put out a lot of unique names for some of these characters. Right. So I, I I'll give them that much credit for sure um yeah so they put out on the news oh giant monster running through the city and destroying everything that you know and love now here the funny part about this is okay like if this really did happen and giant monster was
0: crumbling the city would you really be getting it but on the news before you even knew about it like no i I mean if you look at all the carnage that the monster has caused (laughs) like he it's it's torn up the entire city like No, you wouldn't be getting news like that. And even if you did, like, why would you still be sitting on your couch watching Well, that guy was. I'll tell you why. Because at the end of the broadcast, um, the Misty Rose was like, and stick around, um, you know, to get updated news on this story. And as soon as she said news, the dude on the couch was like, fake. I was like, nice. Fake news call out. Thanks, Lucy. Be
2: safe out there. Stay tuned to KNN for updates on this breaking
1: news.
2: Uh, now return- so <laughs> God, I love that
1: guy in the cast. All right. So I'm where we're actually, I don't even know where it went from there. It's so just it's more- just
0: back to more footage of the monster just tearing up the city. Okay. Yeah. It just keeps, keeps going on. Rampaging. Yeah. It was like a good, like, I don't know. I feel like 10 minutes is an exaggeration, but it, that's what it felt like. So then it cuts to day two. Right. There's a there's a there's a card on the scene that says day two. And I was like, did they announce day one? They
1: did. It was actually in the very beginning.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But hold on. So I wasn't sure. So I went back and I checked and I found the the scene where it said day one. Now, day one was spelled out. O-N-E. Day two is the number two. So bad continuity there because you spelled it out. You spelled out the, the number one. But then you gave me the number two. How dare you guys? How dare you? And I just thought to Dan, myself, like, you should be ashamed of yourself for fucking that up, guys. Come on, that is a mistake I have made plenty of times in editing. Where it's no. like, fuck, I gotta yeah, keep it yeah, consistent. Yeah, no. What did I do the first time? <laughs> it ah, is kind of
1: funny though. I, I do, I do, I do like to the, the bust people's balls about this shit. I really do.
0: A- I really, really hope they did it on purpose because that would be even better. They, you know what? they? Uh, here's what
1: I think. I think they probably noticed it afterward. You know, they were just like,
0: "Uh, oh, well, it goes with. Yeah.
3: Let's <laughs> <laughs> just <like>, as <laughs> it's all right. So day
0: two rolls around and then we cut back to our dude watching more Monster Fest TV, the same fucking UFO movie. And then the news cuts <laughs> in again and he's like, what the fuck? This shit again. And it's, It's a misty rose again, and then she cuts to a new field correspondent who's a younger girl, and she's talking to some lieutenant.
1: I think I think
0: this is the second young person that we actually get her introduced to. Technically, it's the third because there was a cut scene real quick when the city was tearing up the monster in the first time, where some black guy, the guy with the t-shirt, he had that. He was like, "What the hell?" And then I was, then it just (laughs) cut away from (laughs) 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 it. Some random fucking civilian
1: and shit. Yeah. He doesn't even look like he's positioned the right way.
0: Okay. Okay. So uh, here's my thing with um, the second news break is that the newer field correspondent. Mm-hmm. is reporting the news like she's learning about it for the first time this
2: is karen riviera reporting live from the outskirts of rocky flat city where our military is preparing for another attack from the monster
0: and then she keeps Question going mark. yeah
2: yeah I was like
1: <laughs> yes nobody told me about this monster you're telling Same me monster. there's a real monster but monster that's just running around running rapid killing people so then she starts
0: by yeah so then she starts interviewing this like army lieutenant and he keeps talking about us as the English army. So again, now I'm wondering: is this in Canada because they're British Columbia? They're they're part of Europe, I guess, even though it's is, North America. So, is like, this
1: where, I'm sorry, is this where she's talking to the military uh, officer? Guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he keeps. Yeah, he also has an the, accent too.
0: Yeah, and he keeps referring to it as the English army. So I'm like. Why why it also had a mullet. Did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real
1: bad one, too. Like it was it was like the real bad, like Danny McBride one that was actually pretty cool because it was Danny McBride's, you know? Yeah. So that's you know, that's what it reminded me of, but go on.
0: So um after that we find out that there is a mandatory evacuation. So now we finally see the dude on the couch, and he's like, all he's grabbing are his guitars. He has got? He runs out of the house with like four guitar cases in his hand. And- I have to get the essentials, Mom. Yeah, it's Mom oh, in the front oh, seat oh, of the oh, car.
1: Before, but, no, before that, they were, they were, as they were showing like things on the news and stuff like that, I think this is where they were like, we're going to have to bring out our tanks. He's like, oh, oh, tanks, tanks. Right. This is before we even seen him. But she, she, okay. The guy on the couch.
0: So, uh, yeah. So she listed him off. Like it was a fucking checklist. She was uh, like, okay, we're here. We're like, they're deploying. Earlier. We sent our
2: camera crew out to capture some of this activity. Soldiers.
3: Tanks. Trucks. And jets.
0: Dude. So dumb. Okay. So. Um, this is a you Know who he reminded me of. I'm sorry, I, I just
1: had to bring this up. He reminded me of the neighbor on Office Space, Diedrich Bader from uh, the Drew Carey show.
3: Yeah,
0: like he reminded me a little bit of that. He sounded like him to me. I, I think <laughs> is what it was. Dude, dude, I remember one of the first lines he had in that movie was when uh, they asked him that question Hey, what would you do with a million dollars? Uh, shit. fuck two chicks at once, uh, do two chicks. I do. <laughs> that's right. And he's like, "No, no. Like you could do, you can go anywhere you want. You can do anything you want." He's like, "Yeah, I think I do. That's two what tricks. I want to do. <laughs> do chicks I what? What kind
1: of chicks would wouldn't they be? The type of chicks that would double up on a guy like me because of
2: my money.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so funny,
2: Lawrence. What would you do if you had a million dollars? I will tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. (laughs) That's it? You you had a million dollars. You'd do two chicks at the same time? Damn straight. I always wanted to do that, man. And I think if I were a millionaire, I could hook that up, too, because chicks dig dudes with money. Well, not all chicks. Well, the type of chicks that double up on a dude like me do. Good
0: point. (laughs) Okay, so this is where you're going to have to pick up the rest of the story because that's where I had cut off. Okay, I don't know the rest of the movie from here.
1: I'll be slightly honest with you. I was watching it while I was laying on uh, laying down, so I know I I did those off a little. But okay, here's what I no I, fuck I it, let's do
0: it live. I, Ready? I, I there's only squam- there's only like thirty minutes left, so I'll do it and we'll kind of skim around a little. I'll play it. Here we go. Well, well, what?
1: Well I I, I was going to say uh I do know that the guy the the guy that was watching the TV uh they advised anybody in the area to now evacuate and stuff like that right cuz they know that this monster is going to be destroying everything so you know he's all like all right Mark, get, get the dog let's go get in the car right she gets in the car um <laughs> he he sits there Or he gets her all locked in He's all wait I gotta go get the essentials And that's where he starts gathering his guitars There's just like 12 guitars and shit He's going back for more He stuffs them in the back And shoves them as much as he can in the back And then he starts pulling out the driveway And dude's got One of the sickest fucking like Old school rides I've ever seen in my life And shit It's yeah. like not only one of those old school cars But it's like painted like a I wouldn't say a lime green, but a light green of sorts.
0: No, it's more it's... like a, like a, like a very light, like sea green, like teal. Yeah, almost.
1: Okay, yeah, we'll go with that.
0: It's it's like
1: it got like some kind aqua, of like like, like a horn skull on the front and stuff like that. I'm like obviously uh, probably. Uh, you know, a close friend of the bands or something like that. I mean, these guys got style. Whoever they are, they got style. Okay, this guy is definitely showing off his car at this point. But yeah, yeah, he's hundred percent. He's he's driving it's off. Dice
0: in the mirror, the whole nine.
1: And I do know. I I don't know if it goes straight to this, but I do know that uh, the the scientist <clears throat> and the sheriff. Uh have all have both gathered together or try they're going around and they're trying to find out what what they can do to potentially stop this disaster um and I want to say they they go to a, a a local native american man uh I forgot what he was doing he's doing something planting something or something hey, they go up to them. they're like well there's uh, a bunch of
0: like beef there's a bunch of like split like uh stock and b-roll of like fighter jets flying overhead right and then oh they, yeah
1: they're all just pummeling with all the ammunition they can they're just like hitting this thing left and right and it's just not doing shit <laughs> oh and and by the way uh that's one thing I w- i wanted to mention here too a lot of military vehicles and stuff funny that they're all outdated and shit obviously they didn't have the budget for like you know something like well for the you know army equipment of of now um but i did really like the the aesthetic of like oh well this is probably somebody's collection or maybe like a museum or maybe even like you know a military headquarters museum you know like how, how you and your family can go onto the base and like maybe check out their local museum of like jeeps and old tanks and weaponry of like old times and stuff because even the rifles and shit they were using did not look up to date in fact they look like more like you know cold war weapons and shit like that So i i I was like i I was really impressed with that um so whoever whoever's responsible for helping these guys make this movie and letting them use that kind of equipment, all this cool equipment that n- normal people don't get access to. Um, you know, I, I, I commend you, you know, for helping these guys perform their art, whoever you are that did that for them. Uh, definitely, definitely a lot, a lot. You definitely contributed a lot to this and it's stuff that you don't really get to see in, in like some of these cheaper movies like this. So, so uh, good for them that they had this in stock. So I just want to bring that up. Yeah.
0: So from that little base camp or whatever, um, this is where we start. Uh, we get introduced to Special Action Command Colonel Sherman T. Tuttle.
1: Special Action Command. Did you did you uh did you put did you put the acronym together? I totally did.
0: SAC. SAC. No, but. <laughs> Now that you called it out. <laughs> At first I was like,
1: are they doing this on purpose? Cause I feel like they're doing it on a purpose <laughs> later on when they actually show the logo on the fucking door or the wall or whatever. Oh, it stuff, wasn't a and, logo.
0: It was a printed it, piece it was, of paper, just like a uh, uh, professor. Yeah. Gecko. <laughs> That's
3: right.
1: But you know, each of the first level letters was, was capitalized, and you know, it just kind of looked like, yeah, it looked like they were really going for the sack, yeah, special action command.
0: There you go. And what is behind that door? Do you remember? It was just like an artillery of stuff, it was just like so many guns and rifles right. and a stockpile, dude, just like a ton of fucking shit,
1: yeah uh colonel tunnel and he he has mentioned he mentioned something as about a special op that they're gonna do against the monster like to to sit tight and wait for like reinforcements or something like that all right listen
0: let me let me play it live
4: Sir, it was Benjamin B. Collins from the Geographical Agency. Get in here, Sergeant. Dr. Collins, why didn't you say so before?
2: Sorry, sir. You have one new message
3: and 30 old messages.
4: Yes, Colonel Tuttle. This is Dr. Benjamin B. Collins. I worked with you and Dr. Helmut von Wolfstein some years ago on those carcass. Garg- so it's come to this. Sergeant! Go out, and pass me through to Area 54. I need to talk to their highest ranking coordinator now! Right away, sir. Finally, time to show the top brass who's the crackpot now. <laughs>
0: okay so from there we mm. uh come up against somebody in a field nailing some stuff
1: yes the, uh that would be the, the Native American guy that the uh the uh scientist and the sheriff uh, approached Jerome
0: one, I want to say his name
1: is gray wolf
0: yeah Jerome gray wolf that's who okay. doc, uh professor gecko told them to go talk to and they're like yeah no the other doctor was like I'm gonna go get laid and then the other one was like I'm gonna go watch football in the precinct
1: <laughs> yeah well this is the guy they were supposed to talk to and so here he is um actually probably the most believable character I'd say in this movie you know it uh, I I don't know if he was acting per se or maybe he's just being himself but uh he definitely you know it I wouldn't say like it was a guy trying to take his job a little serious. I, I just think it was came natural. But yeah, he was Native American guy. Like, oh yeah. You know, you pissed off the local legend uh, uh of Ukena. and she's she's awakened because uh mankind creates weapons of mass destruction and you know, you're destroying nature and stuff. So in a way, it's kind of like a, a small bit PSA of like, you know, taking care of the planet and stuff like that, which a lot of these movies about giant raging monsters actually always follow that kind of pattern anyways. It makes a lot of sense. But uh, yeah, same thing here. And he's uh he's just telling them, you know, they've awoken something big um, and it's going to take a lot of work, but he might be able to help them and so they they ask for his aid in, uh, I, you know, being rid of the monster. So,
0: um, so they devise a plan, right? They get with the sack 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 man. Is that his special sack action.
1: Was it special action? Something. Special action
0: uh, commander.
3: Something like that? Command.
1: <laughs> That's, That's what it is. Command.
0: <laughs> they get with the special
1: action command and they 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 rain full force suddenly it's like nighttime again when these guys were talking to the native american guy it was broad daylight
0: it's hard to yeah and like the the doctor with the coke bottle glasses cuz i'm not really sure if that's actually doc collins i thought it was um and and the sheriff the way that they're dressed in the same shit that they've been wearing throughout the whole movie makes me and like, they're always like in these daylight scenes makes me believe that they just shot all their scenes in like the same day. Oh, I'm
1: 100%. I was actually looking at that scene when they were talking to gray wolf and I was like, yeah, I'm sure this, this was all like in the same morning or some shit. Like yeah. But yeah, the, the, the doctor, just like he said, he's wearing his lab coat the whole time. Yeah yeah like i I feel like most doctors, like most actual scientists won't do that like they'll just be like well this this is kind of uncomfortable. I don't want to wear this flappy thing all over the place. Let me give a dress of my real clothes and then we'll go around town and talk to people. but you know who cares? you know semantics, I guess, but um,
0: so we cut to um some night scene of the monster just tearing up the city all over again and then just... You know, typical fucking stock footage B-roll of like military personnel, like loading cannons and shooting tanks and just like, I swear to God, a lot of these scenes look like they were taken from other like movies, like war movies, dude. It was just like, yeah. So and then they cut to scenes of like the street floor where the monster is and they've got the toy tanks and they've got, you know, just more of the same. Right, And they're just like Blasting the shit Out of the monster But I don't really know where it goes from there Because I haven't seen the rest
1: Alright uh, I'll, I'll give you a walk through uh, But I do want to bring Something else up too real fast uh, I forgot to, to, to mention that That famous scream Was on this movie too uh, When one of the buildings were being destroyed uh, I believe it's called The Heinlein Scream. I oh, have no idea Wilhelm. what you're talking
0: about. Will, Wilhelm
1: Scream. That's what it is.
0: Oh, The Wilhelm Scream. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. been
1: in everything. It's been in Indiana Jones, Star Wars, and it will continue to be in movies. Well, no, it's a three-minute video of Heinlein Scream. Wilhelm Scream. Um. Okay, well, there's there's a story behind it. We won't get too deep hold, into hold it, on, but hold on, hold on, hold on. There you go, got it. Try the on. Wilhelm screen. Ah! Um, a little little history about that, ladies and gentlemen. It's been in Hollywood for a very long time, and it uh it it was a, a it was named after a character, I believe, in an old Western movie who got actually eaten by an alligator oh shit and uh the thing is is uh that scream just uh, i don't know it just took they were like oh it's a hell of a scream let's keep that and uh you know people have been using it ever since so when when it happens in movies it's kind of like a it's kind of a cool little like uh time Easter stamp egg. or something like that yeah I get yeah. you. so More uh like a homage but, but exactly and and it'll continue to be in the industry i can guarantee 100 percent. everyone knows and now you know it's what it's called it's called the wilhelm scream (laughs) however i do not think it started there the 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 guy that was named after i i believe that's where everyone remembers it from i do believe that actually came from an older movie and I want to have, to, I have to say it had something to do with some guy riding a horse or something like that, but nobody really recalls it from there. So they always remember, I might be thinking about this backwards. It could be the opposite way, but I, I, one of the ones they remember correctly and then that that's what they named it after. But there's, there's a, there's a pretty cool history in that. If you guys ever want to check it out, it, I think you have a good time. If you guys are a fan of the Wilhelm scream, um, so anyways uh back to the movie itself uh uh where did we leave off i'm sorry
0: i mean like it's just like an endless barrage of like the military just like shooting the shit out of the monster
1: yeah that's that's pretty much where it's going and then these two these two uh these two drivable machines pop up. I don't know what the fuck they are. It looked like a giant two giant battering rams and I was like, what the hell are they? They look like kind
0: of like satellite dishes kind of.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it kind of like a like a cannon, like a long thing, but it had like like you're right, it had like a satellite dish structure at the end. You didn't know until they started bombing on this thing that when they started firing them, they're giant lasers and you're like, Okay, because they didn't really call them that. They, they called them, they, they had a nickname for them, but now you know why, because it's probably like some kind of classified weapon. That's probably why they had to, you know, call Area 54, uh, whatever. You know, like, I, I don't know if that's like a shout-out to Area 51 or if Area 54 is like also something that's like, I don't know, got global conspiracy or something. But um, yeah, yeah they fired these lasers i guess they're thinking going to do some damage didn't do shit right it it destroys both those vehicles destroys pretty much everything uh some of the worst helicopter uh cgi's i've ever seen in my life we're talking
0: are we are are we not going to talk about the fact that like the monster could absorb the labor the lasers and then like it was like blue lasers. I did not, that not sh- notice it, that. That's what happened. I did not know. Yeah, yeah but
1: there was there was a time it started using. Yeah, that's right. Like lightning, or it converted. It was absorbing the like energy. the blue
0: laser, and then it like turned around and shot it back at the tanks as like a yeah. yellow like heat ray or some shit. And they were like, "Well, that's not going to work." It just made them more <laughs> the monster more lethal. It just gave them a ranged
1: weapon. <laughs> pretty much like, all right
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh
1: yeah yeah he's right i i didn't really pick up on that i didn't realize that the the lasers yeah i was like i don't know why he wasn't using this before but now that makes a whole lot of sense like a ton of sense um as i said some of the worst uh helicopter uh art I, helicopter cgi i've ever seen i mean we're talking to the likes of if you guys ever played uh, like, you know, the first Resident Evil 2 on a PlayStation 2, I'm not talking about the remakes and shit like that, but if you look at the way the the cutscenes look with like the helicopters and stuff like that, it was somewhere along those lines it looked about that bad, right? Like, like, okay, you just took us back to like, I don't know, 1996 or some shit. But, uh... Yeah, whatever. And, and uh, helicopters get destroyed. Everything gets destroyed. The town is in rubble. This place is doomed. A well, rocky Flats is no longer rocky, nor is it flat. Well, it's getting <laughs> it's flattened
0: more and more <laughs>
1: jagged than anything with all the ruins everywhere. But
0: they shoot um, mm-hmm. like a barrage of like um, surface to air missiles, and like it's this one yeah. that like split up into like nine of them and it rained on the monster and you just I thought
1: ne- that's what what had it at that point. I was well, like well cuz you see the monster
0: like crumbled to pieces and you know in the explosions you're like oh it's dead and then they nope sure enough like the monster is up and running like no problem were, remained untouched and with no wounds yes at this
1: point like,
0: it's just like okay so now unstoppable. they're unstoppable so now they're trying to like kill it from the air and drop all kinds of bombs on it and the monster's still using its like yellow laser power to like take some of those fighter jets out of the air um you know just, just kind of bringing hell to everybody who's trying to take this thing out mm. uh, I'm scrubbing through yeah. the movie to try to see how they take it out
1: They're 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 dumping everything they can on it, right? They're just
0: unloading. Does it end up dying or does it just go back in its cave? Uh no okay so I can explain the rest I
1: can explain it uh so um the oh we forgot to mention earlier uh one of the things that the uh that they had mentioned I think it was Doctor Gecko who had mentioned something about the cold right it wasn't it was didn't do too well when it gets cold so. At this point, after dropping all these bombs and stuff, for some reason, the cold front starts running in. Like, the weather starts getting cold. Uh, You can kind of see it, like, the the mist coming in and stuff. And the monster's actually doing this, like, shivering thing. So it's like, oh, fuck, it's getting cold. So he's uh, after getting bombed on, like... With everything they got. And he's like not. Or she's like looking around all over the place. Seeing her work like oh yeah. I destroyed that. I destroyed that. Everything's you know. All right cool. She's like you know. Like trying to warm herself up. And she's like walking off. And they're like all right. I guess we just like let her go. She goes back to her cave. Like you said. This is where it got funny to me. Because when the doctor. And the sheriff had gone to Grey Wolf. For his aid, it was broad daylight. It was a beautiful daylight, you know. Like, and then it switched back to now. You one could argue that this is like a mass destruction of everything that's the city and stuff. Everything's dark, so I'm I'm guessing it's like fires and black smoke that makes it like appear to be nighttime. But I I, I don't I can't really tell. um exactly what time of day this is i just think it's not really relevant but it's funny that they go to gray wolf it's daytime and it goes back to this monster they're fighting it in the dark and then it goes back to them in the daytime
0: well there Grey is wolf. a cutscene that says day three and it's showing oh, right. the showing that's which, right which again yeah, it's spelled three t-h-r-e-e so you went from spelled one number two spelled three Love it maybe there was like a substitute
1: like a guy that filled in for the last guy and stuff like maybe the guy came and he's like I can't make it in today and stuff you're gonna have to get the other guy to make the card for today don't <laughs> so worry we got it we got you it, it, we can't we can't mess this up this is this is day two
3: you
1: know like... <laughs> nice uh yeah so uh they yeah it's day three uh the monster returns home to its hole. Um, and I don't know why at this point. Well, maybe the military's been crippled. Oh, there's there's a couple of soldiers there that noticed it was uh, it was leaving, and they're all like, after all that son of a bitch is leaving, blah blah blah. Yeah, and, and it goes back into now, its cave. The one the one guy tells the other guy, I heard from somebody else. Some of those suits were talking. They said something about it not liking the cold, which I was like, oh, how convenient <laughs> that he just happened to eavesdrop and. Get the proper information so they can go, ah, all right, we're good, you know. But anyways, it, it goes back to its home and we see the scientist and the sheriff um go go back to that place, uh, where it dwells. With Grey Wolf. Uh, They're with, with Grey gray, wolf. wolf. And Grey Wolf uh does some kind of a Native American prayer slash chant of some sort. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, he does some kind of prayer. Um Meanwhile, Ukdena is in her den, and she's just sitting there. And then all of a sudden, some weird things are going on. Kind of like you said, uh, B-roll stuff and like changes. Yeah, there's just some bizarre shit going on. Uh, We're getting the impression at this point that, um, at least that's what I got from it, is that He's, like, sending her back to where she belongs and stuff. Like, somewhere deep within the earth or something. There's no actual... They don't really show you what happens to her. You just see that that, that she's uh, reacting to something. Um, some lightning comes crashing in and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, she pretty much gets sent back home, I guess. Uh, uh, she just kind of goes in that cave and with the blessings of the, the native americans she gets sent back home and and he's t- telling these guys like hey uh let this be a lesson to you kind of thing and stuff and, uh make sure <laughs> Yeah, we
0: sure learned our lesson. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. We're never going to learn lessons like this. <laughs> but yeah, it was somewhere along those lines. It was kind of like a good send-off, like a good well, maybe you should take care of nature and nature will take care of you. You don't have to deal with giant fucking monsters going and crippling you and your family and everybody you know (laughs) and destroying your whole fucking world. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, that's where we get uh, pretty much the ending. Uh, uh, It closes off. We see the end title. It says the end. Sure does. With one giant question mark. You never know. I mean, I'm this movie gonna, was I'm, just... I'm going to say no. I'm. <laughs> it's probably not going to have. I'm going to ask
0: no. Please no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, And then, you know, the credits roll. And I wanted to bring that up because as I brought up earlier, it's so funny because it says the players, right? So the people that played it's in the movie. Very,
0: it's very old school, like older, you know, band, you know, like so-and-so and the players, you know, so I can... It, Put yeah whole band vibe together
1: yeah and so you know it it, it had it went down the list of all the, the characters um oh i did want to bring up the couch guy i'm glad we, we just called him that because really like that it's the only thing i can remember him by they did have that little that little bit at the end and stuff where they had him and his mom were walking with the dog We forgot about the whole traffic jam. Remember the B rolls of all the traffic jams? Yes. Jesus Christ. And none of those were the same. They were always all different.
0: Well, when they showed the when they went to the first newscast and they were showing people like running the streets, they were using the exact same footage, which looked like it was like from Japan because there was it was like primarily Asian people. So it was like, okay. Hmm. Um, And then they just kept recycling those same scenes. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So you know, it went down the it went down the list with, with all the players and or the the character actors and stuff. And then afterwards, when it got down to everybody behind the scenes, which I'm not surprised. Uh the, This is where I discovered. See, I thought it was David Dan was like one name, like just split. Um, but it wasn't. David and Dan are uh they they have the same last name. I'm going to st- I'm going to go on a whim and say they're brothers? Maybe dad, son? I I don't really know. Um so there's
0: David Trainer who is okay. the son. That's what he's credited as, but he's the guy on the couch cuz then he oh, okay. leaves with his mom who's listed as ma and her name is Eleanor Trainer, so probably his real mom. His real mom, yeah. I
1: just I, I, I thought that too. I was like, I bet you anything that's a real mom.
0: <laughs> I just got feeling like all right, cool. And then there's a special call out to uh, Randall Dub- Dubis in band, the Rusty Bucket dancers. So, like, probably the bar that mm-hmm. they chill at all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, Shit, da- maybe, David Trainer, the- Dan Trainer. Mm- so, yeah, probably brothers.
1: Uh you may maybe the whole bar. Maybe I how much you wanna bet that all these assholes were sitting at a bar. I'm sorry I don't mean to call you guys assholes, but Jesus Christ, you came up with something out of nothing, and that that was just beautiful. Okay. But if they're sitting there at a bar and they're like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just make a movie about a giant Native American monster that just destroys everything. All right, sure, why not? We got nothing better to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's I, I feel like that's something that would that, be that
1: badass. That would be worth just knowing how it all came together. I would definitely invest money in in that. Like a documentary on how the fuck this movie was put fuck together. That shit.
0: Um <laughs> power of the internet. I'm gonna go on the Instagram page for Mutant City Horror and see if I can find one David or Dan Trainer.
1: Yeah, and then we'll uh
0: maybe we can interview them sometime.
1: Oh my god, that'd be great. I I would love to pick them apart about this movie. But yeah, like uh, after after all the character actors, uh, the names start repeating. It's it's pretty much the same three people that did everything, directed, written, you know, put Costumes, together,
0: they, set design, miniatures,
1: There, There is a few people that were not like uh, uh, a normal name that I saw on there. One being, I I believe, was an Asian name. I can't remember Japanese or Chinese name. Um, Sorry to say I'm American, and I don't know the difference between Japanese and Chinese names, but I do know the difference between their languages and how they look and stuff like that. So I could have it wrong either way. But whoever, uh, I don't know if he was a producer or something, but to me, I was like, ah, I bet you he was the one that said, ah, let's do a giant monster film. (laughs) They're successful where I come from. (laughs) 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 Uh, Well, credit to everybody who did, who partook in this film. Uh, I'm glad it's there. I do not recommend. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Watch it. If you get a chance, um, yeah, it's
0: yeah, it, it's 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 great in it the worst ways, or
1: yeah, you just
0: horrible you see different in the things. Best yeah, way. I, yeah, either way, it. If you can, st- here's the thing: I feel like we have a higher tolerance level for this because we've been doing this, we've been watching these movies for a really long time. You know what I mean? We're like, as somebody who's just kind of coming into it now, is going to be immediately turned off by it. But like that's that's the gag, right? Like that's the whole point of yeah. the movie is like, you're right. I want to see how far they take it, you know, and that's where we enjoy it. And other people's might not, but like, yeah, could totally go check it out. It's so worth it. I
3: go
0: don't think we did out. justice to any of the things that we saw in this thing, especially that scene with the. Uh, I think Professor we're still Gecko. trying to figure it out, dude. I still think we're in <laughs> like. Oh. Like an act of shock, like a like, like a little bit fuck? of a haze. Yeah, I gotcha.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, so many things I want to say. But you know what? There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh,
0: special edition brought straight to you. We're calling it
3: Freak Monster Theater.
0: Is that what we called it? I'm yeah. gonna go with that because I don't remember what we called it earlier. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It's, it, it's all good. So. So there you are. Uh, Mutant, Mutant City, City Horror presents Horror Freak presents Monster Theater.
1: Freak Monster Theater. Freak Monster Theater. Expect nice. more. I love down it. Down the road, for sure.
0: Find us on Instagram at Mutant City Horror, um, Spotify, Mutant City Horror. Email the show, mutantcityhorror at gmail.com. Matthias the Ill. Gracias. This was a good one. I can't wait to do it again. Um, Me neither. We'll see everybody next go around. Later. See
1: ya. Have
2: a good night.